Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. So we're back once again to make that deep dive into the Walmart $5 DVD bin in the hopes that we will find the winner. As we will turn some man's trash into our personal treasure. You know what? Hold on. i got to stop it right there. I do not go in the $5 bin. I go to the $7 bin for Blu-ray. Oh, okay. Well, because only Blu-ray for you, Ray. And that's at Target, goddammit. Well, we'll support China. I'm Elaine. Oh, yeah. I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. Yeah. And this is the Underappreciated Movie Podcast. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. <laughs> I can't believe you took a drink. I have romance and drama. I've done it. I can't believe she's drinking during this. Uh, action adventure. Uh, um, each episode we take turns selecting a movie from our respective genre and that in our opinion hasn't received the appreciation it deserves. Probably aren't going to find these films on any top ten lists, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you'll find a new admiration or perspective. This week is John's pick, The Losers. Yep, that's me. And uh, I picked this movie because it's awesome. Because you are a loser? Cause, mm-hmm. Wow. So, no. what? Yeah, okay. All right, Miss, I'm going to take a drink during the opening and mess it all up. So, today we're going over The Losers, which uh, got 49% on Rotten Tomatoes and 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. So, not terrible scores, but not great either. This movie is starring uh, a couple people that you may have heard of. This is a great uh, comic book movie starring some comic book people. We have Chris Evans, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Zoe Zaldana, Zaldana, whatever, Edris Alba, Columbus Short, Oscar Janata, Jason Patrick, and Holt uh, McHenley. Uh, yeah, I can't say his name. I don't know. I've, I've been drinking all day. Max. <laughs> We're going to call him Max. That's not Max. That's Wade. Oh, Jason that's Wade? Patrick is Wade. Oh, sorry. Max. So I anyway. love me some Wade. <laughs> all right. This movie was directed by Sylvan White, adopted by a Vertical comic about a team of mercenaries who rage war on the CIA after being double-crossed in the field and left to die. Clay, Jensen, Roke, Pooch, and Cougar were on a black ops mission in the Bolivian jungle where a CIA agent... Max hung them out to dry. After beating the odds and surviving the ordeal, the team decides to strike back against evil Max, even if it means sacrificing their own lives to do so. Aiding them in their treacherous suicide mission is a sexy operative, Aisha, who has her own reasons for wanting to see Max get his just desserts. But getting Max won't be easy, because in addition to having the CIA on on his side, he's about to spark a war that will plunge the globe into chaos. Their time quickly runs out as Max's plan kicks into overdrive, and the special forces unit use it that they all of assumed dead prepare to strike back with a vengeance. Now that is a great synopsis. I didn't write that. I pulled that right out of the interwebs. <laughs> this director, Sylvan White, you know what else he's directed? A lot of episodes of TV stuff. Well, yeah, but you know his other really big movie, Stomp the Yard, <gasps> starring Legless Pooch. Legless Columbus Schwartz is named. Yeah, Legless Pooch. All right, people. So what do you think about the movie? I'm going to go with Carly. What do you before, expect? No, expect. Going in. It. Going in. <laughs> uh, well, 
This movie came out, you said 2010? 2010, yeah. I remember when it came out, uh, but I didn't see it. I know people that did that told it me was that me. Yeah. there was only one scene in the movie worth watching. It wasn't necessarily you. You would have said there was more than one scene worth <laughs> watching. True. What was the scene? Uh, the elevator scene. Uh, so uh, I knew about that. I knew about the song that he's singing the whole time, but that was about the extent of my knowledge or well, expectation. I was like, hey, I'm going to finally see that elevator scene everybody talked about. We're going to get to that. Uh, Tony. Yes. What you, were you expecting going to this flick? I had somehow missed this movie, even though everybody is some of my favorite actors, with Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Idris Elba and... Uh, Captain America? Yeah, all them. <laughs> but... Um, and, also, and I hadn't heard of the comic, which is double scary, so I don't know how this thing got past me, but uh, I didn't really know what to expect. I mean, I like all the actors, so I was like, okay, I'm down. You're down. You were excited. You really had never heard about this mm-hmm. movie? Well, no, but then... I had heard about it, of, and you hadn't. There was a lot of weird <laughs> movies that came out like this, so there was like Red, and there, were, there was like a bunch of like little weird... Well, this one came out on the Lolo, because... movies, Yeah, you know? 18 came out right around this, and also mm-hmm. what came out this year, or right around this year, was The Expendables. Yeah. So this yeah, was right around the time that. that was a big deal. It kind of flew under the radar a yeah. little bit. And it was kind of the fight to see which one was going to be the best, and this is... Dude. Dude. But we're also going to talk about 18. The, where they shoot the gun and spin the bullets and all that shit? With, with uh, Morgan Freeman. Nope, nothing. Oh uh, no, the, he shoots the gun and with he can Angelina spin the Jolie yeah. wanted. Oh, wanted, wanted. Yeah, there was oh, like a lot spins. of spins. You mean curve, curves? You know. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I but, knew what you meant. But anyways, there was, was a lot of weird, wanted. Yeah, weird that, little movies. Like I, that was. Oh, we're doing that movie. That movie's terrible. <laughs> that just sealed that up. Guess what we're doing next week. <laughs> Well, it has. What do you think? It has to fit our criteria of underappreciated. So maybe that's perfectly appreciated in its place. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I've seen this movie probably almost as many times. <laughs> Is that why it sucks so bad? Which John had. Whoa! Um, <laughs> I've seen this movie as many times as John had. This, I mean, we actually saw it together the first time. You said, "I like." You're like, "Hey, let's check out this movie," and we gave it a shot, and it was surprisingly good. See, boom! Like we didn't really. Like, we were like, all right, we'll give it a shot. And we are like, man, this is a good movie. Why is no one talking about this movie? Mm-hmm. Did you go see it in the theater? Um, I think so. I, yeah, I think I so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either, or right when it came out on Redbox. Like, we saw it pretty, pretty was quick. Redbox, I think, in 2010? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I Blockbuster. Don't I don't know. Might have been Blockbuster. For it could have been our very first Redbox. Could have been our very last Blockbuster. <laughs> mm. I think Blockbuster was gone by now. All right. I don't so know, they started the box thing too, but yeah. then they yeah, failed. Well, they didn't, maybe it was maybe a blockbuster box. It was too late. Yeah, they they charged more than Redbox, box so Buster. that was like all right. Well, we might have seen it in the theater, but we definitely saw it pretty quick. Well, let's see what some of the people out on the interweb said. Here is okay. one. Um, Aaron fifty six wrote another movie with many supporting characters, people to care about. The effects were good, and so was most of the acting. Overall, pretty mediocre. Well, thanks, Aaron. This seems contradictory. A little bit. Well, he's got a bunch of A's in a row in his name. That's weird. Just kidding. All the Aaron's out there. Roger Ebert, who's a you know, respected movie mm-hmm. person, wrote The Losers. Not is, by me. Dude, The Losers is a classical action movie based on a comic strip. That's not true. It's a comic book, not a comic strip. But whatever. It, he it might does, not be a comic fan. Yeah, probably not. It does just enough nodding toward the graphics of a drawn superhero. And then gets out of its own way and settles down into a clean, efficient, entertaining thriller. It's a reminder of how exhausting this kind of material can be when it's brought to a manic level by overwrought directors. But The Losers looks, feels, and plays like a real movie. 
because, you know, it's fake one. <laughs> <laughs> there is another reason to be grateful. It's not 3D. You have to treasure movies like this before they're entirely eaten away by marketing gimmicks. Someone sounds like a bitter critter. A little bit. Because he likes good art movies like Whale Rider. This, uh, this sounds like, hey, you kids, get off my lawn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is an old, out-of-touch person who should not be doing this anymore. He did seem, he did call it a movie, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he didn't, like, dog it. He didn't just, say, never watch just, this movie, it's horrible. Yeah, well, I picked him because he was way off balance or something. You know what movie's anyway. never going to be on our podcast? Whale Rider. Yeah, you because know, that was perfectly appreciated. So, let's get to our movie, shall we? Okay. The movie opens. We see. Wait, you didn't. What? Did, what's the ratings on this? How is this underrated? Is this underrated? I did that already. You were busy drinking. Yeah, he did that way at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> You'll what, have to listen. What is in that Arnold Palmer? <laughs> I, it might have been spiked with Tony's vodka. <laughs> okay, so we start the movie. We see two dolls in the shadows. I'm going to do this for my country. No, turn over and let Godzilla do his thing, Mama. And it's kind of weird. And it's Jensen. Jensen, played by Chris Evans, Happy playing with America. his dolls. This Captain America. His second comic book movie role. I think this was his... Well, yeah, it was after Fantastic Four. It was Four, after yeah. Fantastic Four, but for, before, before Captain, Captain America. America. This is his second... This is a less buff. Oh, wait. Um, Uh-oh. Uh Scott Pilgrim. Oh, yeah. So our, his, <laughs> I like that. When did Scott Pil Pilgrim come out? I don't know. I don't want to say like 2007, Before Captain America, but probably after, uh, what was that last one? The 18? The, the Fantastic, no, Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. Yeah, probably between there. So this gap. is either his second or third He's been in a bunch. He's been in a bunch. Yeah. All right, so we open up with uh, Jensen, um, Pooch, and Roke. Also, Cougar's there. Isn't he dreamy? He is. Playing very, very Blind good. Man's Bluff. And they're worried about Pooch cheating. And Pooch will lie. Pooch will steal. But one thing Pooch does not do is cheat. Uh, all of our losers pick a card. And they don't look at it. And they put it up in their head. And you see the other person's card. And you start betting. So Roke pulls out a big ass knife. And then Jensen pulls out a gun. And then Pooch pulls out a gun. And then Roke pulls out another big ass knife. And Cougar never puts anything in the pot. Cougar never gets to. Mm -hmm. Before he gets to pull something into the pot... It's they get now. called by Clay. And what's interesting because about this if is... If he puts a sniper rifle, it's worth 80 of, of them. <laughs> but what's interesting about it is they're, they're the losers. So there's, what, a three, a two, an eight, and I forget what Roke had. Yeah, Dude, there was two twos, a three, and an eight. Was, yeah. And it was a two, yeah. Nothing was more than the eight. No face cards or aces. I think Cougar was the one with the eight. Yeah, he was. And he's the only one that didn't put anything in the pot. Yeah. They got interrupted. Mm. Anyway, so Clay rounds the guys up for the mission. And they go off to identify a drug dealer and call in an airstrike. But before the airstrike, they paint the targets and call it in. Now they see children. And they try to abort the mission, but aren't allowed to do so. So they, you know, have some catastrophic, I'm using finger quotes here, problems because Rogue breaks the, the device. But it's too late, and it's overridden by our villain, who identifies himself as Max on the radio. Mystery Max. Mystery Max. Ooh. He's not much of a mystery for long. <laughs> Our heroes decide to storm the facility and rescue the kids, do so in shooting all the bad guys in the process. They escape in a school bus. Short bus. It is the short bus. It they, is. Yeah. It's yeah. handy, though, that it was there. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. I, I like the interaction between Jensen and Pooch where they stop and look at it, and he goes, No, yeah. Can you? Sure. Yeah. There's 
some good banter in this. And yeah, and it's most of it is Chris Evans. But he uses some language for Captain America that I just don't approve. But you really get the impression that these guys have worked together for a long yeah. time. They work like a well-oiled machine. They're you know, friends. I don't, like, I don't and like Pooch. You don't like Pooch? Really? Mm-mm. Poor man Ludacris. <laughs> I don't care for him. This really mm. would have been an excellent choice for your app, your rap, your rapper turned actor. Is that guy a rapper? No. no. He was a dancer, though. He was in Stomp the Yard. Okay. No. No. <laughs> but there's so many great rappers turned actor. Well, there's so many. So many? You mean like one? <laughs> well, no. I don't know. I just saw Ice Cube in Triple X, The Return of Xander Cage, and let's talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, if we want to list rappers who have become decent actors, we got Ice Cube, we got Ice T, we got Most Def, we got Whoa. Ludacris. All right. Whoa. Why are you even bringing this up? It has nothing to do with what we're doing here. I'm because going with Ice All, all of these Ludacris. would have been better. Than Legless Pooch? Although I liked Pooch. I'm just saying. All right. And so, anyway, now we're in the little bus, and we're, and we're escaping. We have all the kids on there. Clay had to go rescue some kids that were being held by the evil Fidel. Just one. Just one. And shoots Fadil, takes all the kids, they get on the bus, and now they're hauling ass out of town. Because how big is the blast rate going to be? Big. big. Pretty fucking big. Big enough. So we get to our helicopter, which was the extraction point for our heroes. Or our losers, if you will. Mm-hmm. It's decided that either all the children or the losers can get on the plane. No on the choice plane. at all. There's no choice at all. The kids gotta go. And just in time, we hear Max... Uh, pinball this is uh, ludicrous and we're gonna um, ludicrous speed and they blow up the, the, the helicopter. helicopter our losers go over there and they run to it and as Tony pointed out during the movie there is no falling kid parts which is good because that would have ruined the movie for me well I'm not running into kid, falling kid parts that would be kind of gross yeah that's what it we learned I can see falling horrifying. kid parts yeah. from where I'm at yeah rated PG-13 I don't need the blood rain from but there was no blood rain because it's PG-13 PG-13 so our losers pull our, their dog tags from their necks and throw them into the fire. That way that everybody believes that they have been killed as well. Because they were supposed to die in the... Mm-hmm. So our, their dog tags are in the wreckage and are flown back to the States. And they've stranded themselves in Bolivia. Then we get a little... We, we get a little, you know, music over and we find Pooch working on cars. Jensen and Cougar working in a doll factory. And Claire and Roke are watching a cockfight because everybody's got to work but these guys. <laughs> We find Aisha for the first time, and she's looking at Clay, and she's watching the cockfight. You want when you make a noise and you point. I think that you want to say something. Well, you say we find Aisha. We don't know that that's Aisha. We just see Zoe Zaldana in a really fucking ugly hat. Yeah, but you assume she's important. Yes, but he says that like people would know if they had seen this movie. Well, she's in the but, you know she's in the well, credits. You don't know she's she's, Aisha, she's on yeah, the poster. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, she's on the poster this and is stuff. The appearance it's, of Zoe Saldana in a really ugly hat. So, Clay and Roke discuss about how trashy it is to be sitting there, and Clay wants to know: Is there any way we can make this any sleazier? And he's like, "We could be drinking." And Roke's like, "You're not drinking." <laughs> so there we go. And there's a cockfight, and they've lost. So now, Clay and Rogue leave for some, you know, they're done watching the cockfights, as one does, mm-hmm. and they're eating, and, they walk down, and they're walking down, and they try to figure out how to get back to the U.S. Well, Clay says, I got a line on Max, you know, I know a guy who might be able to help us out, we just mm-hmm. need a little bit of money, and Rogue is like, well, I, I just want to go home. <laughs> right? I met a guy online who might be able to help us, and Rogue's like, he could be a kid in his basement who's not, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's probably lying. 
Baroque just wants to go home. He doesn't care about vengeance or finding Max. He just wants to go home. And Clay and Roke have a little bit of a tiff right there, and Roke walks away. We find Clay at a bar eating a steak, where Aisha walks up in her red pants, orders two shots of something, and pushes one over to him. And this is where he has the cool line and describes his steak as meaty. Meaty. How's your steak? Smooth. It's like, whoa, whoa. If I was ever picking up chicks. Steaky. Well, he wasn't picking up chicks. She was doing all the work she and being doing, so mm-hmm. super obvious that she wanted to find about all about how meaty his steak was. Yeah, but we were going to get to that. So they exchanged some flirty flirts on the fir- on first. Yeah, but I think he knows all along that she's got a... It, something's going yeah. on. There's an ulterior motive, yeah. if you will. <laughs> so... I knew the first time I saw her. <laughs> and they go I didn't in, think he did too. <laughs> well, and they end up right into Clay's uh, hotel room right away, and she asks, does he have a bathroom? And he uses some sarcasm and says, yes. No, I don't. I had the one room in all of the world that doesn't have a bathroom. She says, don't turn a yes into a no. But she's still going to, you know. Mm-hmm. So she goes into the bathroom, and Clay's standing in the, right outside the door, and everybody's stretching. I thought that was funny. Because they know... It's about something's about That's to get on. You don't it's want about, to pull a hammy. It's about something's going to be getting on. <laughs> Reminded me of uh, Civil War. If anybody wants to get off now. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't Civil War. That was... Um, oh, no, it was Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier, yeah. No. <laughs> Fuck up my Captain America. Damn. <laughs> we learned that Bolivia is a landlocked country because he tells her that she got there by ship. No, he says they got there by cruise That's ship. That's what I said. <laughs> okay, you're mixing up your pronouns. So now she comes out... And they get real close and, and embrace. And she loses her accent. She says, I have a business proposition for you. Uh-oh, what happened to your accent? And now the fight is on. And they destroy his hotel room. She takes the bottle well, of... she does. Yeah, she destroys the hotel room. She's a class A bitch, takes the good bottle of booze there and throws it at him and misses. They, they're burning up the sheets. And not in the way that yeah. you would want. Because then when she throws the TV... Boom. Yes. <laughs> There's sparks, but it's not between them. But Whoa. this is an unbelievable fight because... She weighs 100 pounds? Yes, and she could not take that abuse. That's movies, though. I, but I, she, I ignore that at this point. It doesn't matter. She cannot take that abuse. She would be hurt. She would yeah. not... What she made it unbelievable for me is when they leave, no blood, yeah. no scratches... Like they were beating on each other, and yeah, they were. There would be some black eyes, some bloody lips, some. There's no disfigured like, looking. <laughs> she throws that ugly ass triangle on him, and oh, he Jesus. slams her against the wall. Mm-hmm. And she's not gonna come back from that. She doesn't have the body mass to be able to take that sort of abuse. Takes being nailed up against the wall because he slams her to try to get out, and it works. Like it just, she's not. But tough. what matters she is keeps they leave cast. the hotel room together. She keeps getting cast in these tough girl roles, and she's not a tough girl. How do you know she's not a tough girl? She could be a bad motherfucker. You don't know. That's I, I take that for granted on pretty much all Hollywood movies, because 99% of the women in Hollywood are like... She's not a tough you're girl. You're not beating anyone up. You do know that Hollywood has no idea what the rest of the world's doing, right? Uh, yes, I do all know right that. Then. I'm just saying, she's not a tough girl, and it's completely unbelievable in that fight. So they go outside, because you don't want to hang out in the burn hotel room. And they discuss on how she can get them back to the States and help them get Max. And he uses a great line, he goes, if you're lying to me, I'll kill you. Takes her picture, because that's what she do. Um, well, she, before that, she, figured, she tells them that she counted the teeth in the wreckage, 
which is kind of like a cool thing to say, but I don't think she actually did. She's like, how'd you know we were alive? Yeah, which is good, I, you know, that they, they covered that. And she calls it a suicide mission before they leave. The next day, we have a meeting um, with our losers, and we see Jensen and Cougar arrive on scooters with two lovely ladies. And Jensen tries to play off that they're, you know, each one has a girl. But they both kiss Cougar. That's because he's dreaming. <laughs> Tex-Mex. And Captain America's got a pink shirt on. Says, and, go Petunias. And Pooch is the first one to call him out. No one's going to mention the shirt. Anybody? Because if I was wearing a pink shirt that said Petunias, I'd get called out too. Yeah. Well, you got to rep your niece's soccer team. Even in Bolivia. <laughs> yeah. Even in Bolivia. And as they're walking through the cemetery... Jensen's looking on his uh, tablet, which was high-tech, cool stuff in 2010. But now I can do it on my iWatch. And he says that everybody wants to have this girl amp sprayed, which means killed. Yep. Thanks for deciphering that little bit of uh, technical lingo. <laughs> it's actually pig Latin, but whatever. <laughs> then we get a laundry list of Clay's bad um, relationships and about how one girl put a bomb in his car so he didn't sleep with her. <laughs> She really try to blow up your car? Uh, Aisha laughs as she hears all their names and goes, Really? And then breaks down how they're going to get into the country and take down Max. We cut to Dubai, and we meet Max for the first time. Now, Max sometimes wears a white glove or a black one on his left hand, depending on the scene. In the comics, this is because Max is actually two agents who are twins. However, in the film, it's because of a nasty scar on his hand. Or because he really loves Michael Jackson. He's bad. <laughs> Shimon. Did they say why in the movie? Did I well, just they have the that? one scene where he's got the hand all scarred yeah. and stuff, and he's he smoking. Was that when I was in the bathroom? When? Okay. <laughs> this, yeah, because I actually wrote down why does he always have a glove on? <laughs> well, this first scene in Dubai, though, you see that I think it's a pretty funny interaction between Max and his head henchman Wade. Well, go ahead, jump right in front of me. Get on. Well. You went on some dissertation about. I didn't go on a dissertation. I, I, well, I went on a thing explaining Max and his character and okay, stuff, fine. and then she asked a question. Be the only one talks. It's all right. Go ahead. No. <laughs> Are you gonna have a moment, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> so Max is there with his scientist friend, and he gives a nod to Wade, and Wade throws him off the building, <laughs> and it's a miscommunication. Like <laughs> Now, here's the part where I say there's a little banter. Elaine, can you expand upon this banter? Well, but no. But Max is not hanging out with his scientist friend. Max is trying to buy weapons, and the guy mm. won't sell it to him because he says, I this is, I can't do it. And Max is like, why? And he's like, well, I'm morally against it. So then he gives Wade this nod. So then Wade takes the guy and throws him off the roof. Mm -hmm. And then Max is like, what was that? And he's like, well, you gave me the nod. And he's like, yeah. The punch him in the face nod. And Wade is like, no, it was the throw him off the roof nod. <laughs> and there's some funny banter. Maybe the break his finger nod. Yeah. At the most. At the most. But it still did the job. It did do the job because <laughs> all the scientists are a little worried. And he says, you know what? Throw Baldy off there next. And he's like, no, no. We will build your weapons. For much money. Of course, you much will have money. much money. I like that much money. And who want to be a billionaire? Alright, the losers come back to the U.S., but they come in coffins. But it's okay. Our heroes are alive. Aisha They're walks around. They're probably comfy. They look I, nice and padded. I don't think so. I think no matter how comfy and lined and satin that is, you're still in a fucking coffin. I don't know. None of them seem to be bothered by being shipped yeah. in coffins. Yeah. 
They didn't come out like, whoa, thank no, God. No, they were all, like... <laughs> like, just stretching. Roke is stretching, like he yeah. just woke up from a nap. Well, he probably did. He's Roke. Mr. Knife Man. <laughs> yep. It really just depends on how long the flight was, I mean. From Bolivia. Yeah, to so Miami. Miami. I don't know, I've never, really I've never taken that flight, so... Yeah. Well, no, because they came across, <laughs> but they didn't fly into Miami. They came across the United, the Mexican-U.S. border. So they had to have come across in Texas somewhere. And they go to New Mexico before they go to Miami. So they didn't fly to Miami. They flew to Mexico. Or maybe they came over in a truck. Who knows? Maybe Either they way. flew to Canada and drove down. We don't know. Either way, watching movies or playing games on your phone, sitting in a coffin. <laughs> yeah. That's what <laughs> like one does. Yeah, all right. All right, so Aisha opens up the coffins. They slap hands, slap hands, slap hands. And we cut back to, and we see a snook in action. Mm-hmm. And we find out this is for your green terrorists who don't like all the blowing up and stuff like it's that. It's a sonic dematerializer. Good words. A black hole bomb. That's exact. That's what I'm, I'm thinking, a black hole bomb? That, well, we're not really sure what a black hole is. This is one of the elements where you're like, oh yes, I forgot, comic book movie, comic yeah. book movie. That, this movie did take, that part did take me by surprise, because up until then I'm like, okay, it's just typical. Whoa, what? <laughs> because it's a it really... It erases an island. I know, like, it's a real realistic like kind of movie. Like if you had a big eraser and you just rubbed it on the movie, <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, okay. There's no pollution. It was like, wait, all of a sudden, ooh, I forgot this was a comic. <laughs> See, that's how good this movie is. You don't even you forget it's a comic movie. No, but... They no, sh- yeah, you forget. That's how good this shit is. See, right away, you're already off. But it's a misstep on the movie's part because it takes you out of the movie, which you were all into, and then all of a sudden you're like, whoa. I don't think S- Sonic Dematerializer, I don't think that was braced us enough for that. I think yeah. they should have explained it a little bit, but it's okay. Well, and none of the other weapons seem to be anything anywhere near that. Which usually, when they have something like that, there's smaller weapons that do kind of cool, neato things too. And there's no other that cool weapons. <laughs> Where's the Jericho missiles? Are you saying the Hydra guns? Yeah, I'm just saying it's weird. It's the one element that reminds you it's a comic book movie, and it takes you out of the whole. <clears throat> you know, what would make this a whole lot better and more realistic if there was a big giant green stone that can cause storms. Then it would be more based in reality. Well, then we no. would not forget that it's a comic book movie, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so we have Wade and Max are walking on the beach with Max's assistant. Now, here, here's the fun part is that he, she's in the sun and she's got her umbrella and they're discussing who they're going to sell the gun, the snooks <laughs> and to. And I wrote down in my notes, who's this chick? Like, why is she okay with just being his little... Like, she knows he wants to end the world, but she's just holding his umbrella. And I wrote down... what she knows. I wrote down, who is this chick? And then and you can explain what happens next so and why I What happens next is that she <laughs> slips, and this and he gets in the sun ever so briefly. So then he asks for Wade's gun and shoots her. So now he's standing in the sun. And I wrote, never mind, he killed her. <laughs> but she's probably just some government employee because he worked for the CIA. Or maybe... So maybe Max... What is yeah. a Scientologist? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, how Tony. they roll. But He's an OT8, so yeah. he can do whatever he wants. But they're talking He's in... Chakan or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, whatever John Travolta is. Like, <laughs> you ever listen to the Joe Rogan podcast? They talk about that, and it was funny. My, my <laughs> favorite line in the movie is in, oh. is right here. Oh, okay. Where Hit they're talking, and um, Wade Wade's questioning what they're going to do with the, Snoop, with the snooks. Mm-hmm. Snooks, yes. That's and a word. Uh, Max says, "What do you believe in, Wade? I'm guessing shotguns and big titties." <laughs> and he just cracked me up. That's my favorite line in the movie. Really? Yeah. 
Because my favorite line is when he says, it's like giving a gun to a six-year-old. That was my favorite line. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also in this conversation. So I thought that's where you were going. No, no. Um, I like shotguns and big titties. That made me laugh. You know what? Let's round this out. My favorite line in here is, we're doing it for America. He's like, I'm Canadian. Okay, we're doing it for North America. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> Fight with your money. That's a great scene there. And Elaine's yeah. quoting Jean yeah. St. Pierre's commercials. But that's a great scene. He's got everybody's favorite lines all right there. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. So now we cut to our New Mexico where our heroes or losers, if you will. Please stop doing that. Why? I like to do that. And you'll sit there and you'll take it. Does anybody have any thoughts on the way that they keep flashing the names of the places that they're going. One, one of the, I was going to wait until we get to it, but since you're bringing it up, one of my big complaints with the movie is we change locations every four seconds. That really threw me Well, it's off. important. This is an international movie. I know. There's but a lot of stuff going on. It's, it's, that's a bit much. It's do you a, think it's important to... Well, even though they keep changing locations, do you think it's important to say what each location is, or do you think it wouldn't have mattered as long as we're just switching back and forth? Like, does it matter that they're in New Mexico here and that... Like, I know that they didn't come across in Miami yeah, because, because there was they, that graphic that said that they were at the U.S.-Mexican border. Well, they have to so, like, explain where they're at in some way. You know? Yeah. I don't know that it matters. I don't it mind was, it. It was weird. I think it's And good. I didn't really care for their font. <laughs> Helvetica. It was a font issue. <laughs> well, no, I just thought it was weird. And I also just, bitches. Didn't they do that in the Expendables movies, too? Uh, Where they it's a cloud delusion. Kind of told recall. you. I don't remember. But if they came out at the it's same time, it might have just been a, a thing. It didn't bother me, though. But mm. what bothered me mm. was that no, they're no. about to impersonate Look what you did. soldiers, <laughs> but they didn't even shave. Like, oh, that bothered the goatees. You. Yes. That bothered It you. bothered me. So let me get this straight. So <laughs> what happens is, is they stage an accident where a civilian truck has hit a military convoy. Uh -huh. And so they're all wearing uniforms and but they called didn't in shave? for help. That's part of the uniform. You're, so your issue with it was that they didn't shave for this ruse. But the snoop uh, was not okay. Not that they somehow knew the correct call sign for a convoy. So well, that the base would not think it was suspicious and send out a helicopter. I figured that she provided with them with that information. But why would she have that information? I don't know. I didn't know who she was at this point. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really. But we. But never she find seems out. to know who they are and why they were there. Yes, she the, knows a lot of shit. Yes, <laughs> but the army people wouldn't have known who they had not shaved and messed it all up until they got there. To help them with their broken legs and, and stuff. And by that time, they were... But even when they got there, they didn't seem to be like, hmm, these guys don't really look like... Because <laughs> when you show up to a, a scene like that, the first thing you check is not if they've shaved. You Everything else first. Then did they shave. All right. And it just bothered they me. They really <laughs> only had like 10 seconds before they got shot with right. those darts. Because then, as soon as they got there, um, Cougar, hottie, if you will... Tex-Mex. Tex-Mex. Shoots them both. He's Spanish, though. Shoots yeah. them both with tranquilizer guns. Barcelona. And, and they're down. And then Pooch Barcelona comes out. Comes out <laughs> out so of nowhere scary. and shoots the pilots. And he says, you guys yeah, have just yeah. been chop chopper-jacked. Yeah. So they steal the chopper. And then they take the, the, the transponder, put it on a homemade rocket, and he shoots it. And Pooch shoots the rocket. And he's like, now that's a rocket. He... He built it, he had pride in his rocket, as yes. every man should. He said, I'm like MacGyver. I'm like Black MacGyver. Blagiver. Blagiver. I'm um, Blagiver. Which wasn't funny and was hard to understand. And he made a PVC missile launcher, so that's impressive. Mm -hmm. That is impressive. Mm -hmm. 
Anybody else watching the new MacGyver show? Because it's not bad. I uh, wouldn't watch it under torture. <laughs> we don't have cable. <laughs> we'll get back to it. We'll talk about that offline, I think. <laughs> Hulu, but... All right, so we cut that cougar who's painting the chopper, and he and Jensen are kind of trying to nudge each other to figure out who's going to talk to Aisha. No, I think Jensen was nudging Cougar like, hey, I, I might go talk to her. And Cougar's like shaking his head like, dude, that's you, what you I don't got. want none of that. Could that's be. That's what I got. Because that throughout the movie, Jensen's trying to talk to all the chicks, but he's super awkward and nerdy, and he doesn't know what to say Every to Every time he... He's still Captain America, though, so... I know, but they really did a good job making him look less attractive. Like they they did a pretty good job making him look a little nerdy with the hair. Less attractive, I didn't but for get, Captain America, he's still sexy. <laughs> I, I didn't get nerdy. I get awkward, and all of his t-shirts were very strange. Like they were yeah. a lot. Most of them were and his hair was weapons. He's a hacker. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. what they do in movies. But no, like I, know, I wasn't but getting nerdy. I was getting awkward. Nerdy. But yeah, I thought they did a good job with making him not. The hot guy. Well, but he wasn't so the hot guy. He goes to hit on the hot chick. But he goes to hit on the hot chick, and she tells him that when she was a kid, she used to make collect human ears. And he didn't know what to do with that information, so he walked away. Right. That's like that was the point. So she they meet up with the rest of the, of, the, of the losers, and they discuss the plan to kidnap, kidnap, and, you know, I think kill, personally, hmm. Max. Roke, at this point, decides he wants to know why she's doing this. Wants to kill her. Says, why can't we just kill her? Because she made a deal. He's like, you make a deal with me. You made a deal with Clay. He's on, bitches. Um, she explains that... that shit. <laughs> she explains that, that Max is, is gathering next-gen weapons. And he's, who knows what he's going to do with them. So now we have another Thanks. one of Tony and favorite things. We cut to Miami. Yay. <laughs> it's been four minutes. It's been four minutes. It's time to leave. You know, when you're on the... Look, here's the deal. They are international... Businessmen? No. <laughs> Criminals. You cannot stay in the same city for too long. If you just stole on a helicopter from the army, you don't want to stay in New Mexico. You oh, go to Miami. True. Okay. Because that, that's where you go. That's where you get Michael Weston and yogurt? Ooh. That's Sorry, good. that's a different. We're different, watching that. Different, different show. I'm glad you brought that up, hon. We're going to watch that later. So now we cut to Miami where Wade is seen entering a motor pool. And the team is in position... And it's time to take down the armored truck. So, they're strategically positioned around. We got Clay and Roke hiding in a Pinto. It's an American classic. Which is really funny. And they don't need seatbelts because the G-Force will keep them in their seats. <laughs> There's some really good banter there. Yeah, the yellow Hiding in the yellow banana. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got uh, Jensen over at the hot dog. With his t-shirt with a hot dog Eating on it. his hot dogs. <laughs> and these hot dogs are delicious. How many did he have? I don't know. I don't know. I only have like two or three before I'm like, I'm full. But, you know, Captain America, so he could probably be like six or seven. I don't know. All right. So now it's on. We're going to take down Max's armored vehicle. It's on we, like Donkey Kong. It's on like Donkey Kong. And they blow some shit up. And here comes Pooch and Aisha in the helicopter. And they have to worry about it. Small arms wouldn't aren't going to be a problem. They come down and they use the crane like you do, you know, when you go to, like, Walmart and you want to get a stuffed animal. And they use the little crane jobby and they, they steal the armored truck. And Pooch looks down and goes, oh, shit, is that Wade? And Wade looks up and is like, Pooch? Pooch? I don't know how good these guys' eyes are, but holy fuck, they were able to see that. Mm-hmm. Well, Fight Club guy used, his, used binoculars for a second. Yeah. I don't know what Pooch did. I don't know how Pooch but saw him. And he looked up and he said, his name is Robert Paulson. His <laughs> name is Robert Paulson. It's kind of weird. I don't know. 
But anyway, so now they've got the the armor truck on the hook, if you will, the and they're flying. And Wade pulls out a cannon. He pulls it resting and he starts shooting at him. He's shooting. He's got the old Gatling gun. He's got the Gatling gun. And Aisha, in her most annoying moment in the whole movie, goes, I thought you said there were small arms were going to be a problem. And yeah. he's like, woman, those aren't small arms. That's a motherfucking cannon. They would eat that helicopter. So then initially, you know, because now he's trying to figure out all the bolts coming through, and she just starts yelling donut. <laughs> Which doesn't make any sense until right. they hit. Until you see there's a giant donut on the side of a building. You know what I would have yelled instead? Building. <laughs> yeah, because when she started yelling donut, I thought maybe they were going to hit one of those like old-fashioned signs outside of a donut shop that is a donut. Or like, donut hit the fucking building. I wasn't expecting the side of a building with a picture of a donut. But it was a Dunkin' Donuts, and you know what? I can go for a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> America runs on Dunkin'. You damn sure does. That's right. I said America runs on Dunkin' there, Starbucks. What you got to say about that? Damn. Yeah, what's up? Draw, draw the line, bitches. So... Oh, they all meet back up at the... Yeah, we find our losers with the armored truck and the Pinto. Because they kept it, because it's an American classic. <laughs> and they pump gas into the truck before opening it up. So now, as soon as they open it, they unlock it. Out comes our special forces guys. And they're, get on the ground! And they're like, now. like, last chance, before I shoot you. And he's like, I don't think so. Gasoline, muzzle flash, you know what I'm talking about? And he plays with a Zippo lighter. That's some pretty cool, hardcore, cold shit. Mm -hmm. But Atlanta's look like she gives it. All right. Mm -hmm. Anyway. <laughs> and then they get uh, some more darts. Yep. Then they they put down all the knockout darts. All of the henchmen, if you will. I appreciate that they used a lot of the knockout darts. It's not everybody needed to die. That's right. The losers are all about keeping people alive. Well, they are the good guys. They are the good guys. It's not every comic book movie where they care about. Uh, Preserving nope. life. No. Captain yes. Falcon would have killed all them motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> By accident. Yeah. That's right. He would have used his shield and like kept launching him in the mm -hmm. face. But but there's no max. No no. Nay nay. Some kind of hard drive thing. Well we don't know that yet. There's a box. Mm -hmm. And they pull it out and now yo, they put the gun right on Aisha and Roke is like, I finally get to shoot this bitch. And they take her gun. And they find it it's a, a drive from Goliath. So now we're going in, and we sit down, and Jensen's looking at the drive. But when Jensen unlocks the drive, I have another good fact for you here. The code that comes up on the screen is actually source code for a web page for ordering MathCore. It's uh, for mathematical functions. Okay. You yeah, go to that website, and I thought it was cool. Okay. Fun fact. Fuck you. <laughs> that's a fact, but it's not a fun fact. I thought it was fun. If you like math. If you're into math, <laughs> go watch this movie. Find the source code. And there you go. It's not a fun fact. It's just a fact. <laughs> so, Roke and Clay fight because, damn, I, I like that and she just shit all over it. Mm. Just, oh, put the doo-doo on my voodoo. Right. Oh, your voodoo was doo-doo. Whoa. All right. Mm. All right. So, now that there's no Max, as Aisha promised, uh, Roke and Clay are fighting and Clay punches Roke in the face. Mm. And he shouldn't have done that. He shouldn't have done that. And Roke says... He shouldn't have done that. Because <laughs> he's about to cut his head off. Which seems like a good threat from a guy who's got a lot of Crocodile Dundee knives. He does. Like, Crocodile Dundee and got shit on the yeah. He keeps pulling these knives out of everywhere. Like, this man cannot go through a metal detector. Yeah, it'll take him a while. All right, so I finally, actually really liked his character. Well, yeah. 
He plays it well. He's a good yeah. actor. He's, he's, he, he's I love not, him. He's Idris a Alba actor. is a terrible I actor. You're so him. wrong. He's real bad. <laughs> I love him. He's real bad. <laughs> All right, yeah. This is one of his better roles, but he's not a good actor. I've liked him in everything I've seen. He's a good... Luther? Great show. I think he's... Takers? A good supporting we'll actor. Takers. He's a good you supporting <laughs> actor, but he's, he's not a leading man. He can't mm. carry his own movie. All right, well, anyway, they decide not to kill Aisha. And they say, and they tell Rook to cut her free. And, and he says, no. And he goes, no, nah, bro, you cut her loose. He wasn't the lean. He was good in it, though. No, he's still but he was that? a supporting actor. He wasn't These two the were going to fight about um, Edris Alba's acting. Well, he was. Go ahead, let me know what he's done. He was a good supporting actor in a cast of nobody that could act. All right, meow. The main actors in that one. You don't need good actors in Pacific Rim. All right, meow. True. But we got one with each self. All right, meow. We got to get going here. Right, meow? All right, right, meow. We're in Puerto Rico. Oh, that's right. Are we in Puerto Rico now? <laughs> yeah, now we're in Puerto Rico. Four minutes! Wade and Max find out that Clay and his unit are still alive. And they go up this big thing, and they have this big portfolio full of pictures. And like, well, what am I looking at? Clay and his unit? He does Sounds so like much bad film. shit, he can't be expected to remember. Yeah, he killed a lot Why of should people. I know who these people he are? He killed a bunch of people four months ago. He's <laughs> like, I watched Walking Dead, but, you know. I don't know this Negan guy. <laughs> I watched The Walking Dead, but I don't know this guy. Uh, well... Wade let, tells him that he's stolen the hard drive. So Max decides, okay, well, get me an 18-man fire team in 12 hours. And he asks, what for? And he goes, get me an 18-man fire team in 12 hours. Walks away and goes, oh, hey, by the way, get me an 18-man fire team in 12 hours. He doesn't share his plans. He's, he's kind of a dick. <laughs> I wrote, a bit of a smart ass. I wrote here, Max is a condescending prick. Mm-hmm. That's that, pretty much how I felt. That Max is a condescending prick. There Max is, is a condescending prick. That sums it up. Mm. We don't know what he's doing in Puerto Rico either, because he said a bunch of words that didn't make any sense. You Unless think, you're Tony. Do you know anything about And you also theory? enjoy ma fun math facts. No, he enjoyed the math facts. <laughs> he enjoys the physics facts. <laughs> <laughs> he's into string theory. No one. And singularity. And singularity. But we don't we, know what it's about. That you know might have about been... Uh, That'll come on our singularity Singularity. Podcast. Yeah, so stay. <laughs> all right, look forward to that. This might have been because another good, fun comic book this kind of a thing <laughs> that you know we what? didn't get to hear. Hey, you know what? If you want the Kevin Costner podcast, you should let us know. <laughs> and if you want the String Theory podcast, you should also let us know. If you, Tony, we can talk about the eleven dimensions. <laughs> string Theory fans. Uh, I don't know. Oh, this is a, this is an audio <laughs> medium. They cannot see your hand gestures. I know. I know. But Carly I'm has been forgetting about that. String, 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 String theory. I can't put my hands close enough because of the atoms in my hands. Because you'll never you, get there. To show you how many people want to hear a Kevin Costner podcast. Uh, oh! <laughs> if you want to hear a string theory podcast, tweet at us on Movie Podcast me. and use the hashtag String Theory Podcast. Water <laughs> <laughs> World Lives. <laughs> hashtag <laughs> String Theory. Hashtag String Theory. If you want to hear the, the Kevin Costner <laughs> fan cast, please tweet at us. And use the hashtag dry this land is never is gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> this is never gonna happen. Oh, oh. <laughs> Speaking of the losers. Yep. We're back in Houston now. Oh, and we're back we're, in Yeah. <laughs> now All right, we're in Houston. So now we have Clay and Aisha comes to see Clay. And then you hear the song, We want Viva. You got people. And they Which, get it on. This is a good song. This is also the song that was playing while they were ha burned down the hotel room. And I looked it's up the, the sex group song. soundtrack. I looked up the soundtrack, 
and the songs like Black Betty, that's not on the soundtrack. Really? Was it's it's all like, instrumental stuff? It's like the instrumental shit from the movie. So these songs, the I mean, we did not sit through the whole credits to see all the movie, the songs yeah. that were credited in the movie. But I almost want to because I want to know who sings this song. It's good. If you know who sings that song, tweet um, at us. Tweet at us. Or look at us on the Facebook. Use the hashtag <laughs> Elaine. <laughs> You dumb shit, this is the song. <laughs> That's right. Because That's a long hashtag. We want you to shout at us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, drop at us a line. At Unmovie Podcast. At Unmovie Podcast. You can also email us at, at Unmovie Podcast. We'll call at us at 7. We're just lonely. We just want someone to love us. Oh, Lord. I just don't know. I Elaine's just want to know song this is. <laughs> Next time we're filming, mail me a copy of this CD. (laughs) Chris Evans, you want to come on the podcast? Chris Evans would love. Oh my God! I'll give you my address. (laughs) Negan, you can stay. Oh, I like him too. (laughs) So we're in Houston. Pretty much anybody in this movie. (laughs) And Aisha and Clay are having some pillow talk. Let's get it on. No, they've already got it on. They have some pillow talk, and they find out that Clay really cares about his team. Oh, and other news, ice is cold. And Aisha has a sloth tattoo. (laughs) But here's my thing with the sex scene, because then we started talking about the TikTok issue. Why is it that in every sex scene, not in every one, but the woman does the head roll thing and her hair goes flying, like, that isn't... The slow-mo head roll. It isn't something that really happens. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it's some kind of fun twist move that we just don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe you should find out. You should call Chris that Evans seems, and see if he'll show you. That like the part where she does this pelvic thrust, falls off, and breaks his penis. Whoa! <laughs> I feel like I missed something. There. That's, that's, but that's it's like, kind of like something you see strippers do, and you see. But it's not. It, and it's kind of like porny, but it's not something. It's one of those. Did she say porny? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Do you find the hair flip sexy? No. I Tony? think. Mm. All right. I like long hair. That was a maybe. Everybody likes long hair. Mm-hmm. All guys like long hair. That's not. And true. I like short That's hair. true. I like short hair too, but I like long hair too. Do you Better. want to speak for all guys? Tony's yeah, not discriminatory. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stand so for Dan, all guys. Come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> While Chris well, haven't watched. <laughs> <laughs> Little pooch in the corner. If we're asking for wishes, why don't they just all come on here? And Cougar uh, can tell me all about being a Spanish film star. <laughs> In Spanish. I'd enjoy that. I'm going to go hang out with Jason Patrick and we're going to snoop some shit up. We all, okay. We like the men in this and movie just a little too much. I'm happy that Elaine hates him. <laughs> yeah. I don't hate him. He's just not I a know, good actor. We're not going back there. Anyway, Hackman and America. He should not be James Bond because it'll be terrible. He can't carry a movie. And Wade will be in the back. His name is Robert Paulson. I'm going to give it a machine. All right. So the next morning, everybody's in like this little Wally wagon van looking thing and I think, uh, it, I think Roke it was a motorhome, maybe. Sure, we'll go with that. It was a small motorhome. And Aisha and Clay come in the, in the van together. And Roke's like, oh, oh, when did I see that happen, huh? And Pooch says he will not drive until they make up. And, hey, we're on a schedule. Oh, we're on a schedule. Takes the keys out and makes them kiss and make up, which was nice. Oh, but they didn't. No tongue. But Pooch <laughs> feels better. No tongue. Aisha's in the corner. And Negan says he's sorry. He just says he's sorry. So now we go, we cut to Jensen, who's undercover now. 
as a delivery boy. A bike messenger. A bike messenger, if you will. And he comes in, and he's singing Journey. Don't you, stop believing. Can you sing the Humphrey Balls for us, anybody? Don't stop <laughs> believing. Yeah, I can, but you don't want me to. <laughs> <laughs> That's more of a DJ thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then he, he signs... In and I seen her in the smoke Gets in the elevator and decides to take his clothes off. Mm-hmm. Now here's Carly's scene. So Carly, tell me what happens next. <laughs> this was the only scene about the movie I had heard of. I know. So you're an well, expert. It's only so, an hour podcast. So. Oh, <laughs> so he strips down, it. but he's still wearing the Under Armour shirt. But apparently nothing down below. And the elevator doors open, and there's a group of ladies. And he looks like, oh crap. And then he says. Do you like the angle of the dangle? You admire the angle and of the dangle. And the door is shut, but they're all craning their necks to look in, because they do. Because <laughs> they're looking, and they like it. But I thought it was nice that he used that, and I don't know if that was planned. Did he know the door was going to open? Because he yeah. used that as the reason why the HR dude should come down to the lobby, because there's a man exposing himself. I don't himself. think that he knew that the door was going to open, but the ladies seemed to be enjoying what they were looking at. They might not. Well, Captain America and his, They might um, not have reported shields. Because <laughs> they were liking the angle of the dangle. So now he's a tech guy and comes in and, and he calls, goes right to Anderson's office. But Anderson has just been called away by him to talk about the guy who's exposing himself in the elevator. Nasty stuff, really. Mr. Anderson. Mr. Anderson. That's so he goes in and gets in the guy's office and he breaks into the computer and puts in his thumb drive, disguises a pen and downloads the pertinent the de- encryption, encryption key. code or whatever so that he key. can mm-hmm. get into the Mystery Max's the mystery Goliath hard drive. drive. The Goliath drive, you know, Goliath. The and he gets all done, everything. and he turns around, and the security card comes in. And Skippy? He's, oh, shit. <laughs> and then Tony Stark comes up in his, in his army uniform and goes, language, and then flies away. No, no, <laughs> it's better than that. He... Hits him with the Halliburton. Hits him with the Halliburton. And now we break into Journey. And Don't Start Believing it comes on. And the chase is on. They're hunting down old Captain America here until he's confronted by three armed security guards. They're pointing a guess at him. And he's like, whoa. He's like, that is right in front of the elevators. He flips the shield up to his arm. No, no. And he says, anybody want to leave? He brings out <laughs> Even finger guns. Oh, shit. <laughs> he points his finger guns. And he talks about how he's with the government. They've done stuff to him. Weird stuff. Anal stuff. <laughs> they made his mind a weapon. And then he finger shoots them. Pow! No. Pow! He, no, he says he says something about, in the words of the Tibetan philosopher, ancient Tibetan. Don't start none. Won't be none. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He says, don't start none. Won't be none. And then he points to the last guy and says, get on the ground before I kill you with my mind. Or make your heart stop eating with my mind. And he Which gets is, on the ground. And, and he flashes the OK symbol to, uh, to old, old, old Dreamy. <laughs> Courageous Cougar <laughs> Across the way Courageous Cougar who's sitting his, his lazy ass like a hundred yards away He can show me his text next any day Ooh. Wow <laughs> Alright so He's really pretty He's really pretty yeah, he uh-huh. is. And he pulled off that mustache uh, little soul tiny patch. yeah soul patch combo really. So good. Jensen uses the, the, the codes now to figure out Shush <laughs> <laughs> uses the coast find out this is a courier drive and the losers argue over what to do with this because it's got 400 million dollars on it um they should jump on Amazon and buy a yellow stretch Hummer limo which is what you do mm-hmm. and it doesn't really work like that but they argue back and forth and 
they decide that they need to uh, go to... They deduce from this drive that, that uh, where Max's base is, because it has a list of all the IP addresses, which this has been dialed into. So one keeps popping up, and it is in where? The Port, Port of, of Los LA. Angeles. That's right, and that must be Max's base of operations. So we have a time check? Four minutes. Four minutes. Now we're <laughs> Where do we travel to? L.A.? No, no. Mumbai. Well... They don't go to Mumbai. We go to Mumbai as the audience. I just said that. That's where I we went find to the bathroom. <laughs> that's where we find Wade, who meets up with the scientists who decide to play hardball and demands one billion dollars. They're giving him the shakedown for the snooks. Got all Doctor Evil on them. Got all Doctor one billion dollars. Hmm. And then, then we flash to Max, who's in some kind of weird I, thing. I don't know, but he's with some. Yeah. Spiritual and he spa has, He's having his burnt hand worked slash on. strip club slash hookah bar. Okay, really uh, long explanation for that. <laughs> a lot of stuff to unpack There's a lot scene. of na half-naked ladies, and he tells the girl, stay wet, stay, you know, stay in the water. And he's smoking his hookah, and he finds out that they're trying to shake him down for a billion dollars. Then he asks Wade about his 18-man fire, fire team. team. And for no reason, he's like, yeah, kill him. He's like, kill him or fire him, whatever's easiest. Well, honestly, firing him. It's like, what, are they, are you related to him? Well, one of them, yeah. Well, no, because he says, did they know about, about the... Wade and his team. He and says, he yeah. says, yes, and, and then he goes back to, to kill, kill him. him. Yeah. And then Wade <clears> was... I'm trying not to give every line in the movie. Just, <laughs> but you're... I'm trying to give every line in the movie. That's not that important. All right. Fine, more witty banter. So he says he has to kill them all, even his brother-in-law. And he says he will. He's like, I said I'll kill him. All right. And so... Then we go to the Port of LA. Then we go to see our team, our losers, if you will, have gone. It's been it's been two and a half minutes. They're ahead of schedule, so Maybe we're gonna, antsy. We're gonna be here a while. <laughs> They're staking out the pier, and they find out who's there. It's Cryon. Who are Cryon, Elaine? Blackwater. Basically, they're More a bunch of ex SEAL team. What ex special Black forces Black guys? guys. Yeah, but pretty no much, winning personalities. They're pretty much they're. Cougar, but not as nice. But not as nice as Cougar. Not as pretty either. Yeah. And then Aisha and Clay do the nasty again, because that's what you do. You and the other guys try to send Pooch home to his uh, pregnant wife, but he well, won't because they need to. Pooch hacked the satellite, and he's looking at his pregnant wife walk across the street. It's a big deal. Jetson finds out that his niece's soccer team, the Petunias, are playing the Marigolds. And this is the marigolds, and he turns the thing around. And you see these big eight-year-old girls. These bruises, if <laughs> they, you will. They look like they were twelve, if they were a day. If they, yeah. And at this point, Jensen uh, Roke shows up, so Jensen gets off of that and starts looking more into this drive, and finds out that it's four hundred million dollars from Fadil that was supposed to go to his daughter upon his death, and the daughter's name is. Uh oh, we got to go. Where's Clay? Because it's. Aisha, and they and everybody runs in, and we find that Clay and Aisha have been talking, and she's really asking a lot of questions about Fadil, and it makes him a little, un, you know, a little unnervy. And Clay's figuring out that something's wrong, and we have our losers come bursting in. She's Fadil's daughter. It's Fadil's daughter. So what does Aisha do? Come out of, you know, hops out of the bed, half butt booty naked. Everybody's got guns. Everybody's got guns except, except for, for Jensen. Jensen. And what happens to poor Jensen, Carly? They feel bad for him. And <laughs> they don't feel bad for him. I, what does Aisha do? She's pointing the gun at his dick. She's pointing a gun at my dick. He's not comfortable with that. I don't like that. Would you rather she points it at your face? Um, yeah. 
so she does. No, it doesn't make sense, but yeah. <laughs> this is what I was going to say. They feel bad for him, so she gives him a bullet <laughs> in the shoulder. It's supposed to be funny. It, it was funny. <laughs> okay. Well, he's the least tough one there, so now he's got a bullet wound. He'll be able to Wait, use Wait, you that. think he's, that he's, he's the, the least tough one? You don't think Pooch is the least tough one? Well, Pooch as far as it. their characters. I just was curious. I just... I'm just, I'm not shooting him. If I'm shooting one of them to slow them down, I don't it's care quite. about Hacker America. I'm, he I'm doesn't even have Roke. a gun. It's not good. I'm, I'm going to shoot, I think I would shoot Roke. Hacker America. Yeah. Roke one. Or well, especially since he he's miss. been, uh, Roke has been against her the whole time. So yeah, if you're going to shoot one of them. Yeah. yeah. But then we have the shootout. A gunfight breaks out and she's in the bathtub in just her underwear. And they still can't kill her. She escapes through the window. And she does shoot Captain America in, in the shoulder there. So we have another cutscene. Boop. And now Max is coming and he goes, ah, home sweet home. So we assume he's at the port. Mm -hmm. Where he meets the the scientists. They don't really say where they're from, but you get the idea that it's India. I mm -hmm. think. Well, they say a couple things about being Hindi. Yeah. Which so, leads you to believe that they're Indian. I don't know. Where, what country is Mumbai in? I think it's in India. In India, there right? There we go. Well, hey, and the scientists are there, and they ask about their money, and old Jason Patrick's like, wow, you guys, all about the money, so what's been going on in your life? I just recently came back from my friend's funeral. Some asshole threw him off the top of, of a building. <laughs> <laughs> how about you? He's like, how about you? I'm all right. I'm good. I've recently <laughs> been thinking about getting satellite radio in my car, which was a great line. <laughs> like, he completely blew off the fact that he just threw somebody off a roof. He didn't throw him off the roof. That was a miscommunication. He clearly gave the punch him in the face nod. Or the break his finger nod. Not the throw him off the roof nod. Too true. Well. That was clear. And then he tells them, now we're going to play who want to be a billionaire. Because they want their billion dollars. Mm -hmm. In cash. Who keeps that kind of cash laying around? It's, I don't know if there is that much cash. I'm sure there's a billion dollars in cash. That you can get? Oh, well, once? <laughs> probably not. You probably got to make a couple stops. Yeah. That's, uh, that's not something you Do you know how heavy that would be? <laughs> I mean, how many banks you're gonna have to clear out? <laughs> you probably gotta call ahead for something like yeah, that. Like they get mad hope. if you like. I went there into well, a bank I mean, and said, "Let me get five hundred thousand dollars in quarters." They'd get mad. Farm Fresh gets mad if you don't call ahead when you're getting twenty with chickens. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm the bank you call and you're like, "Billion? Did you say billion? <laughs> I'm gonna need about a week on yeah. that. I need it by tomorrow. Oh, that's not gonna. That's happen. not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call some other branches. <laughs> call them all. Speaking of the old Farm Fresh, they break into a store. That wasn't a farm fresh. But no, but well, but they get the supplies to uh, how yeah. come sew them up. How come when you do segways, <laughs> we let you and we enjoy your jokes and we all banter off them. Like <laughs> last week we did Red Sonia and you guys were talking and cracking jokes left and right and it was fun and the cats well, kept escaping the bag and uh -huh. everything. Well, and, <laughs> and, and this week... Nobody gets to talk with you, and you won't let us do our segues. You're being a little... Am I? A little bit. Or is it just that wasn't funny? It was very funny. It was hilarious. Tony, do you think it was funny? I can't stop laughing. <laughs> oh, Lord. I also can't stop believing. Mm. So, all right, so now we're, we're in the... They sew him up. They sew him up? <laughs> did you notice he had the baby thing in his mouth? That, you know, yes, I did. Mm -hmm. They were at a store. It could have been a Farm Fresh. We don't know. I'm pretty sure it wasn't. I don't think they sell dolls at a Farm Fresh, but it could have been any store. It could have been. They the toy section at, like, every store. I bet they sell chicken, though. Could have been a Super Kroger. <laughs> but it, will they let him have 20 chickens? <laughs> if you don't call ahead. 
But if they don't have the chick anymore, then their money, she was their uh, bankroll. The bankroll. So now, they. I, at first I thought maybe they were breaking in there because they didn't have any money. <laughs> well, like, they're going to have to steal their... Maybe they were stealing some chickens while they were there. <laughs> I'm going to show the dolls like they were, they were making earlier. Yeah, yeah. Elaine little noticed fun, that during the interview. Little call, callback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I enjoy those. I enjoy a good callback. Speaking of callbacks... I have one coming up. <laughs> me too. But I bet ours are different. Uh-oh. Maybe. I'm pretty sure. Actually, I'll put money on it. Oh, shit. I bet you five Ooh. bucks on my callbacks. Woo! Really? Really, right now. Let's go. Put it down. Okay. All right, all right. And it's a shake. Okay. And it's a shake. All right. We'll see. We'll see what you got. All right. So the team breaks in, and they want, hey, we want to get our family. Does she know about our families? God damn it, Clay. Does she know about our families? And then they decide they have to leave to go save their families. Then they immediately throw that out the window and decide they're all going to stay yeah. to take down Max. Yep. Because they all realize they don't have any families, except for Lucas. Well... Pooch. pooch. His name's Pooch. Legless Pooch. Not yet. He's, he's not, not Legless Pooch yet. But he's the only one that we get the impression he really has something that he's missing. Right. I mean, you get the soccer thing, but that's not nearly as important as my wife is about to have a baby. Now, I have a question about our bet. I bet that they are this are not the same. You bet that they it, it is. Yes. Okay. So after and I'm gonna be my next line. You're gonna owe me five bucks. Okay. So my Ooh. callback is when Jensen breaks in. And he slides down and he goes, Disco. <laughs> My callback is to his character's name in a movie called Street Kings where his name was Disco. How was that? It's a callback to the name Disco. Uh, it's okay. I don't, I, don't, uh, I, want, I don't want it in pennies no, either. Uh, no, that's fine. I don't... Better call ahead. That's Give it fine. to him in nickels. No, no, no. <laughs> when we get to my callback, I'll explain you what a callback is. We'll keep on going. <laughs> Because that was not a callback. Callback to Disco. That's a fun fact. No, callback to Disco. <laughs> I'm not welching. I'm not a welcher. On the oh. website, we'll have a glossary of what all But that is not a callback. Are. That's a fun fact. Oh. Here's a fun fact. You're all pointing right. your finger at me. Now, carry on. Why are you pointing at Tony? Carry you on. Do I don't know. I'm just, carry on. Okay. <laughs> so, they go to the port. I don't have any notes for this part. <laughs> and they're double-crossed by Roke. What? Roke? They, goes rogue that's a hard sentence rogue one well i'm glad i don't have to say it rogue one <laughs> and i thought that rogue went rogue went rogue but not for real for real i really thought that he just because he didn't trust aisha made a deal with the devil but was a double agent i thought that was too, going a to he was just getting them in but then in a different saying, way until he's till um negan said he's like you're gonna die a really horrible death and then he said it again. I was like, okay, he's going back. It but, wasn't but until before, they were fighting, right, and it right. really seemed like they were both. But I thought he might come back both. in the end. And but when die. he was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, and he said a couple things yeah. to him, I thought there was going to be some like secret message in there. Well, kind of like in the Expendables, when yeah, they're talking, Dolph. and we don't get it, but they do, because yeah. they know each other for so long. <laughs> so everybody gets captured. Well, and then Rogue tells him why he betrayed him. Which is... It's, it's a really good reason. We followed you, we kept following you, and you kept fucking up. And you trust this evil bitch, and it keeps coming back on us. And you keep putting us in these bad situations, and I'm tired of it. You're a shitty leader, and I'm tired of having to follow you. You suck balls, now I'm going to kick you in the face. And I just want my life back. I just want to go home. Even though we don't know what his life is. They never allude to him having any But if he's on Team Max, I assume he can clear his name and get, you know. Yeah. So we figure out how Jason Patrick is going to get the money 
they get it from a CIA cash house. Is this a real thing? Do they have that? Anybody? Probably. I don't know. That. I don't know. Do that. they have a billion dollars in cash? I don't think they have a billion dollars, but I'm sure they, they have. They have multiple cash houses. I'm sure they have safe houses with cash and guns and all kinds well, of stuff. Well, they are stuff. CIA though, right? Isn't that what he alludes yeah. to? He's like, we're CIA, we're FBI, we're everybody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So Max is. They probably have all CIA kind of all over the all place. And here's the. But I, I like this next scene where they cut back to Max now, who's who's hanging out with the scientist buddies. Hmm. Do you have any fours? Go fish. And then he opens his hand. He goes, you have two fours. They're right there. I don't think you understand this game. So while they're waiting on a billion dollars to show up, they're playing go fish. I feel like you do. Is that what you do? Is that the billion dollar waiting game? Well, it's yeah. probably an easy game to play. Evidently, it's not. That you don't know. Well, well if you maybe if you're Indian and don't speak good English, you don't you think know. think it's easy enough to play with them. Well... Like super scientists, I think they could have probably played something like a little more advanced. Maybe they figured maybe. out to make something called a snook, so they're probably pretty sure. Maybe if they had played whist, <laughs> they would have understood. But Yahtzee. Okay, well, the scientists are all happy because the money Kansas. arrives, and we find out that the snooks were with them the whole time for snooks and a Ducati. Mm. As requested. As requested. And Max decides, all right, well, the billion dollars, yeah. Put it in our plane. And, and the guy's like, what the hell? Like, you didn't see that shit coming? He's mm -hmm. a bad dude. Bad dudes do yeah. bad things. And guess what bad things are? You're going to go. Yep. Womp, womp, yeah, womp. you shouldn't have given him it all right there at once already. Yeah, you should have been like, all right, we'll Or you'll get one, and we'll get this, and you'll get one. You know, <laughs> there should have been. So just now, very smart. the losers are about to be executed. As um, Clay is driven away, because he can't be killed with his team. Because it's Well, they want... To do something special with him. They're going to torture him. Fuck yeah. the shit up. Yeah. They're going to, yeah. Rope did want to cut off They're going to take him back to Bolivia and just drop him off. Maybe. It's going to suck. And the, and the losers refuse to get, well, they'll get knocked down to their knees. But not Pooch. No, no. Nay, nay. He's not going down. He spits in the dude's face. And mm. they shoot him in the legs. But, you know, up until this point, I kind of got the impression that most of the regular soldiers there didn't know they were working for a bad guy. They Just like they didn't at the beginning, they didn't know it was just an op, and they thought that they were doing what they were supposed to be doing. But that dude that shoots him in the legs and then tries to take the other guy's hat, I was like, he knows he's working for a bad guy. They thought they were doing the Lord's work. Bad guy. They said that they were ex-special forces guys that were like Cougar, only not as nice. So yeah. these aren't people that do good things. These are people who do bad things. There could be oh, ex-special yeah. forces people who are doing the Lord's work. Yeah, but they're nicer than Cougar. Plus Not also meaner than Cougar. make them unlikable because we're going to kill the fuck out of them. That's yeah, true. We're going to kill them all. You don't want them to be But I like thought most of the security people and soldiers that were involved just... They knew that they were here and hired to do this job, but they didn't this know... This is a comic book movie. This is Hydra. <laughs> Hail Hydra. But this even Hydra. some people there didn't know that they were being... <laughs> That's that's a valid argument. <laughs> but that guy seemed like he knew he was a bad guy, and he embraced it. Well, they're about to kill the, the losers here, and Aisha so, shows up with a rocket well, they, and, and blows up the gas station. So the guy gets bit in the face, double kneecaps pooch. Then he, he goes to take Cougar's hat. And he should have shot him that's right now. That's not cool, And then dude. Cougar looks up and sees Aisha's the rocket launcher and gives a shitting grin, and he's like, what are you smiling at? Really shit-eating grin? Well, first he says... Uh, is, that, is that a good grin? I don't know why they call no, it that. I don't know why they call it that either. But like I, I won't shit you. No kidding, like, that would hurt. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> he sees Aisha, and they look up, and there she's got the rocket launcher. I shit you not. And 
Well, shit, lost my spot. Yep, she blows up the gas station, and Pooch has been shot, but they're all trying to get out of the way, and Pooch keeps fighting, even though he's got holes in his legs, and he says, Payback's a bitch. He's or, tough. He's, a, he's, he's yeah. tough. Mm-hmm. So now he's got street cred. Pooch. Mm-hmm. Now he's legless Pooch. And during this whole um, scramble, Clay's, everybody in Clay's car ends up dying, but him, he comes out with, with some guns. Of course. And Jensen helps Pooch up. The losers regroup in between some uh, shipping containers, and Aisha confronts Clay, asking if she, did you kill my father? Clay says that he did, and then she gets mad and shoots her gun, but no, doesn't shoot at the losers. Shoots it at the three three random guys who were just walking by. I bet they were on break because their, t- their shift yeah. was up. So they just walk by, and she, you know. In the vending machine. Yeah, put, puts a couple in the ass mm-hmm. for no reason. Puts three in his head like a bowling ball. Well, she's really mad. So you shoot random people? She had to shoot somebody. You don't shoot the guy that shot your father. You shoot three random people. She's got fucking issues. This well, bitch. Well, she needs. Well, you just right now getting now. on that page. Maybe she likes the D. <sighs> well, I think Detroit. She did, but she was all about Detroit. Yeah, I love Detroit. She likes the C for Clay. I <laughs> art. She's Sorry. got some real brass vagina here. I'm telling you. Yeah, do she some does. Stuff like that. Because not getting claimed yet. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, no mention of the clam jam. I got emails about how we should have had more clam jam talk because there was well, no- nobody was getting clam jammed in the last movie. Well, <laughs> maybe Queen Gedrin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she might have got clam jammed. <laughs> nobody was getting clam jammed in this movie either. Zoe Saldana was getting flowing. it wherever she wanted. Mm-hmm. She got it right up to Snook. So, speaking of Snooks, one is armed by our our lead scientist there. And a gut fight erupts. And we discuss Legless Pooch being a kind of a cool nickname. <laughs> sound like a pirate. And then he comes back with, Your mama's a pirate. <laughs> and you know that I'm trying to bring back your mama as a... Bless you. Bless you. You know, I think around the time of this movie came out, now that I'm thinking back, I think your mama was really big then. Like, I'm thinking about the people I hung out with and the, the, your uh-huh. mama was... So it was uh, good? It was big? Was like, big, your mama's so fat, her blood type is rock and well, roll. no, just the... You know, your mom was a pirate. Like the comeback, what? Not well, your that mama was the, jokes oh yeah, your mama makes you sound like a pirate. Your Baby's mama's mama, a pirate. Mama's, mama's mama's. All right, you're about to be headless, Jensen. So the team splits up because that's what you do in a big gunfight. You mm-hmm. should separate mm-hmm. and go after the bad guys. But Clay and Roke end up finally having their fight, and it's on. There's knives and guns, and Clay's hitting them with guns. We're and there's knives, and they run up into the plane. Run on ammo, so then Clay uses his gun as like a as a weapon. It's a weapon, as a bludgeoning as item. a bludgeoning object. Mm. And Rogue pulls out his his dueling crocodile Dundee. <laughs> no, they're shorter than that. Knives. <laughs> and they do end up in the plane full of that's pocked, pocked, stocked full of cash, because mm-hmm. yeah. And so Rogue kicks him, bam, kicks him out. And he, he, out the door. And he proclaims himself the winner. You lose. And, and then flies away. The stairs, mm-hmm. Goes to fly away. And goes to steal the billion dollars. I had, to, I had to accept that he really did betray them. <laughs> and Carly finally got on board. It was and Carly tough. felt betrayed because she was still hoping he was still a good guy. I was. I was. Mm-hmm. I wrote, I really, 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 and really, really like, didn't real. I didn't think he did it. And then you flash to Max and Wade. And Wade is like, He's stealing the money. So he hops into Ducati and goes after him. And Max kills the scientist, wants to snook his arm and gets the little... Of course. 
because that's what you do. And he's got the, tr the trigger, and, he, and he's got it with him. So as he's rolling down with a Ducati, Clay's waking up. All right. Yeah. This is a callback. So Clay wakes up. He stands up. All right. We got Wade in the Ducati coming from one direction. Roke in the plane has turned the plane around and is coming from the other direction. They're both coming at Clay. And Clay looks up and says, take him out, Cougar. And in a shot that would make Dennis Hopper proud. Whoa. <laughs> That's a callback. Cougar shoots the Ducati. Wade flies off the Ducati. The Ducati explodes. Wade flies off the Ducati and lands in the plane's engine. And the flaming exploded Ducati goes right through the fucking window. And the plane explodes. And it's raining little pieces of Now, a callback is when you make reference to something you've previously referenced. Well, I'm calling back Disco. If you've never previously referenced the fact, the character of Disco, then talking about it is not a callback. Mm -hmm. But bringing things back to the greatest shot in the world made by Dennis Hopper on a jet ski, that's a callback. Um, Jason not, with the bow and arrow that we talked about. Who? Jason with its oh great archery shot. Your movie. <laughs> you compared it to to Dennis Hopper's in, because in your right. episode. Yeah. But Jason and was Riggs. stationary. Yeah. And Hold Riggs, on a yeah. second. Those are called. <laughs> been four minutes yet. Those are callbacks. Not a well. I'm not a Raquel Welsh, but that's how you do a callback. Raquel Welsh. Now that was a nice piece of ass. Let me tell you. Mm. Of all the crazy that's a callback to Donnie Brasco. How do you like me now? Of all the crazy waves that I've seen people die in movies, I really like that he flew off the motorcycle into, into the, the engine. <laughs> and then... He pops up and says his name is Robert Paulson. <laughs> but honestly, if I'm Max and Wade survives, I'm killing his ass. Well, it doesn't matter. Wade, Max is all on the phone. We need escape plan C. Mm-hmm. He's not sticking Which around. Which is come get me. Shit yeah. has hit the fan and he's not going to be here when he's it... He's out. Yeah. But so then they chase him, uh, Clay chases Max up the stairs, because that's where the extraction point is, and he's got his big machine gun, and before he gets in the helicopter, he shoots at the helicopter. He's like, hey, that's my ride. And he says, you're like, Clay? He goes, no, it's not. <laughs> and then he goes, so you know what this is, and he brings up the detonator, and he pushes it, and he's like, and you can't shoot me, so the first thing Clay does, shoots, shoots him. him. I appreciated that. Yeah, I thought it was funny. See, that's, you know. Which... This is gross because Max then like touches the bullet hole and like licks his own blood off his finger. What the fuck was that? And it was just uh, gross. Jason Patrick fucking around. I'm pretty gross. sure that would be improvised. Well, you know, it's gross. not speed two, but whatever. It didn't make any. It didn't seem like it made sense. So Max takes his. Where's well, a callback? The Lost Boys. <laughs> <laughs> when he's a vampire, he drink blood. <laughs> Boom! That's oh, a callback. <laughs> Write it down. Bitch. Oh, man. Oh, man. So now he throws the trigger out, and without hesitation, Clay jumps over the side and grabs the, the detonation device. A hell of a drop. It was a hell of a drop. And he uses any um, expert's material to disarm any kind of bomb. Duct tape. And that's because and that's, that's how that happens. Which was a callback in the movie because Pooch had said something earlier about wonderful duct tape. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's well known. Uh huh. 
Well, he's MacGyver, and uh, duct tape would be tool number one. That's you know, right. The MacGyver tool. Common wisdom says if you can't duck it, fuck it. You make a, you make a rocket launcher out of BBC pipe, you got it, man. Whatever, whatever you need, brother. All right, so Max gets away, and he's on the phone, and he calls the losers who have shown up in a yellow stretch limo. Hummer stretch limo. Stretch Hummer. Stretch Hummer. Max apparently just had one hanging around the port. Yeah. Had a yeah. Ducati. Yeah, so, well, the Ducati came with the snooks. Oh, it did. And there's still three snooks on the port, on the pier, but no one ever talks about that. Maybe it's how the um, Indian scientist guys rolled up. Maybe, yeah. Ducati? Yeah, well, no, they, in no. the yellow Hummer. They were anticipating oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. having a billion there dollars. There was definitely more than one of them. There mm-hmm. was a whole group mm-hmm. of them. Well, because, you know, if Pooch had a billion dollars, he would buy a yellow stretch Hummer, and maybe these guys were thinking the same thing, so they rented one to use to haul away the billion dollars. Okay. It's a callback. Yeah, I get it. That, so, anyway. That's Mama's an inference. <laughs> yeah. And, Mama is and Clay callback. threatens Max over the phone because now he knows what he looks like and blah, blah, blah. And these two big, tough-looking dudes come and sit down and be like, Yo, man, I like your watch. And steal his watch. Yeah. And Max just gets Max it to him. He's like, well, I can't. Yep, take it. <laughs> I, I got, got a bullet wound here. I, I don't have a tie holding my shoulder. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I'm not going to mess with like, you guys. I'm having a bad day. And Clay and Aisha promise when this is over and they find Max, they're going to finish that fight. Because, because... Clay said before in the movie here, he said, he'll never be with a woman unless she can beat him in a fair fight. Mm-hmm. That's a callback. <laughs> and but we cut to, we don't know where, Tony. They have a cut scene. What? It's, it's been more than four minutes, so they're overdue, yeah. and we have a cut scene. And we don't know where the hell they are. Mm-hmm. It's raining. They have some kind of op going on. Mm-hmm. They're hiding in the bushes. They're hiding in the bushes. Legless Pooch is all of a sudden not legless anymore. Well, all and of a sudden. Shoots and he shoots this big grappling gun like Batman up, and he climbs this big thing. He says thing. he's nervous. We don't know how long it was between this op. We did not get the, we only have 13 days before the talisman destroys the world, so we don't really know how Right, long but we do know that his wife looked like she was about to burst in the satellite image that he got from Jensen early in the movie. Yeah. And then he gets shot in the legs. So now she's in labor. It couldn't have been that long. I don't know if you've ever been shot in the leg, but let me tell you, no, I haven't either. But I have been. But I'm pregnant. pretty sure it's more than a couple days to no, get over that. But Mom I have been pregnant, and people think you're. Sometimes people think you're way ready to have the baby when you're only like seven months old, and then you're just like, "Bitch, are you calling me fat?" Yes. <laughs> so maybe she was having Braxton Hicks contractions maybe. in the satellite image. We don't know. It could happen. Well, hey, you never know. But anyway, <laughs> the point of this is, is that Pooch made it there for his son to be born. And we find our losers outside. They're celebrating. They have the champagne in the rain. Yay. And the credits run. But is the movie over? Oh, no, no. Nay, nay. <laughs> nope. Don't steal it. Get your own shit. Thanos okay. floats down. She's in a Thanos. Because <laughs> now we're looking for the next, you know, Infinity Stone. <laughs> now, the, the cut scene is the Petunias are playing the Marigolds. And the Marigolds are winning three to one. And somebody's changed a baby. And Pooch is like, uh, Colonel, will you do that? And he says, I'd rather jump on a live grenade. And he says, but I got $100 on this game. And that's when we find out, well, who would bet against the Petunias? And that would be Aisha. Aisha. And he got points. So Probably smartly. I mean, Yeah, because now she's got <laughs> points and they're up by two. Yeah. That's good. But and then Jensen goes rogue. And Jensen goes rogue. Not Roke, Rogue. Mm. Because, hey, one of those big girls just pushed down his niece, and he's, oh, no, and hits the field. Seems to forget that 
he's not he's supposed to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> alive and or in the country. Although and we, we know that Max knows that they're alive, but does Max really think that he cares about his niece's soccer team? He might not. Well, he knows that he'll never stop believing. Well, that's true. He's got to hold on to that feeling. Callback. That's a callback. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and that's the movie. <laughs> so, let's talk about this here. All right, let me get, let's start with, um, Tony, you go first. Okay. What'd you, what'd you think of the movie? Would you recommend it? Yay, nay, may bay. Hold on. You don't just get the goods. You got to finesse it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He, he, a fellow's got to feel special before he can just get to that. So my favorite character was Max. Jason Patrick was funny, I thought. Tony does prefer the villains. Mm. Least favorite character was uh, Ludacris, or Pooch, or whatever his name is. My favorite scene was the armored car scene. I thought that was fun. Okay, nice. Overall, uh, I liked the movie. Like I said, the only real problem I had, the only real problem I had was it jumped around a lot with the, the country to country to country. And it, it walked a thin line between being a little too cool for school and just being a really enjoyable movie. In the end, I think it made it, and it was an enjoyable movie. Um... It, it definitely was in the tradition of... Is it The Getaway? Is that the one with Lou Diamond Phillips and Mark, Mark Wahlberg and all that? Um, or they're hit men? No, it's The Big no, Hit. The Big Hit, yeah. There's like The Big Hit, Fast and Furious, Boondock Saints, all those kinds of like, you know, ensemble cool guy movies. And I really thought it was interesting uh, that they didn't kill Max. Well, except for, you know, sequel. Well, yeah, yeah, but... You know. Is there a sequel? No, no. Oh. no, it didn't perform well in the theaters. It was they made it for twenty five million in the theaters. I think it made about twenty nine. But you figure you add to the twenty five, you have your marketing, marketing and things like that. Yeah. So they lost money. I don't, I don't think they lost money. They might have broke even and maybe made a little bit. Not enough to do it. Again. Not enough. To do they're not getting those people back because they're all bigger now. Yeah. yeah, and they're also not getting. So if Edgar they tried Al to do a well, sequel, Edgar it would Al cost twice as much. Well, Edgar Al was dead, but Chris. Uh, Captain America's he's we have Captain America for the next 20 years <laughs> yeah we have Captain America Guardians of the Galaxy yeah Thor yeah they're not um, yeah. <laughs> they're gone <laughs> they've moved on yeah but even uh, what's his even, even Jeffrey Pooch. Dean Morgan I mean yeah he's Negan Game he's Negan yeah. now yeah, yeah like he's worth a lot more money they can't oh, yeah. they're never remaking they're not getting yeah. another one alright so that was a recommend for you definitely definitely recommend enjoyed it Elaine well I like this movie I've liked this movie every time we've seen it which is many times. I've probably seen this at least ten times. I've seen it way more times than that. I'm just saying. I, I was, go. I was. I can't talk now. I've you messed up your flow. Restart. Circling back. I've seen this at least ten times. It's really good. There's really good banter. There's really good funny lines. Not just the like in the angle of the dangle, which is the most famous because <laughs> that was completely unexpected and nobody saw that coming. But there's a lot of good banter in this. A lot of good banter between Max and Wade. Like, Wade is my favorite character in the whole movie. He's my favorite. I like Wade. I like the banter between Wade and Max. And I think my favorite scene is the scene with the dematealer... Snook. With the snook. Thank you, I can't Sonic. say the word. Where, you know, he shoots, he's got the girl with the umbrella and he shoots her and they got the banter. Like, I like that. I like that a lot. It's a good villain scene, and but this is a good movie. I, I don't think that uh, Idris Elba is a great actor. Nope. I think he's very one-dimensional, but he does good in just this, you know, one-dimensional kind of 
bad guy. And Zoe Saldana is not a tough chick, and she should not be playing tough chick roles. But well, that's great. Guards of Galaxy Two. Unless the spirit comes down chick. and endows her with strength, she ain't never getting out of that <laughs> hotel room. But well, you know, we'll look forward in Guards of the Galaxy Two. She's awesome in that, but she's playing an alien, not a girl from Bolivia. She's not from Bolivia. She is in this movie. No, she's not. That was her fake cover. She was faking it. Her... Okay. Never mind. She said she grew up in South Africa, where she collected I human ears. I didn't think she was being honest That was there. a joke. Her father <laughs> no. was a Bolivian drug well, her dealer. Her mother could have lived dude. in West Africa Everybody for Everybody stop reeling. Carly, what do you think? Oh, I'm sorry, Elaine, is that a recommend for you? I think it is. I was going to go with a recommend, but now I want to say don't recommend. <laughs> Just to skew your results. Yes, please watch And how is that going to make a difference? It's great. Watch it. Oh, that's funny. Uh, are we getting Carly? Do we get money if everybody recommends it? No, you don't. Okay. I'm sorry, you don't get anything. No money? You get a little ego boost, I suppose. Uh-huh. <laughs> Better than life is a house. All right, for- Carly. Oh, oh now wow. tell them you're in. <laughs> I think I want to review it. <laughs> that's ballsy. That's ballsy. Or that's breast that's, vagina. That, you got a real breast vagina there. <laughs> All right, Carly, what'd you think? Was that going to be a recommend for you? I think it has to oh, be. Uh, John might have clam jammed himself. Let's be serious. <laughs> really? Because that's she just said it would have to be a recommend. So that's three for three. Uh, that's not I wasn't going to give you any. <laughs> <laughs> Finish your recommendation, please. <laughs> We're going way right. off. My my favorite character throughout the movie, up until I realized that he really did betray them, was <laughs> who I love. Um, but once I found out he betrayed them, I was like, can he still be my favorite character? Why not? I don't know. It bothered me. But I I didn't want it to be real. I wanted it to be fake. But uh, I th- I don't know who my least favorite character would be, honestly. I really don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm playing with the paper. Uh, <laughs> my, my, I, I don't know what my favorite scene is, but my favorite little uh, tiny bit was the doll warehouse thing. Like, I like them working in the warehouse when they're checking to make sure the English is right, and then they have the chicks from the warehouse on the, the mopeds, and then they see the dolls. I like the recurring theme of the doll factory, but uh, I did enjoy the movie. All right. So if Carly was pulling threads, she'd pick out the doll one and keep it in her <laughs> yes. pocket. I yes. thought she'd went with the, they didn't shave. <laughs> <laughs> there were some things that bothered me, but... Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, this is, you know, uh, just not a lot. There's not a whole lot that came Some of it seemed a little, I love the relationship between the guys, but some of it seemed like they were trying a little too hard a couple of times to make jokes and be funny, but. Well, they're funny guys. And they shouldn't have to try that hard. They really don't don't need to try that hard. Tonight, I tried to make a couple jokes that weren't funny. That happens. So that happens in a group of friends. Yeah, Yeah. But some of the listeners probably will appreciate your jokes and write so, but as a, as we say, not a perfect movie, but definitely worth watching. Absolutely watchable. Um, in the of this genre where it's you know an ensemble, you know it's not the best thing you can see, but it's definitely worth watching. You, yeah. you will not feel like you wasted an hour and a half watching this movie. Yeah. And I guess my favorite character is going to be Jensen. I just enjoyed him the most. He he had he was, the, he was he was funny in just about everything he did. My least favorite character would probably have to be Aisha. Because, yeah. you know, she kind of keeps that. double-crossing them and is like, but no, I have a better thing for you. And Yes, I know I screwed you over twice, but I'm going to get make it right this time. And mm-hmm. yeah. Then I have a rocket and whatever. 
And that and, and, and also didn't like her fight scene because, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Whatever. But the the best line is, you know, best line. <laughs> like an angle of dangle? Nope. Still funny? Well, yeah, it's still funny, but I like the, we are, I already told you, but the Canada thing. Yeah. I was born in Quebec. I was born in Quebec. Okay, we're doing this for North America. Very funny. Jace Patrick was great. All right, so I guess, um, Carly, what are we doing? I have no idea. All right, well, remember you can tweet to us at Unmovie Podcast, or you can find us on Facebook, and please like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast, or email at us. I'm not sure if I wrote this down right because I forgot my notes. Unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. That's the one. correct. Awesome, I remembered. (laughs) So if you want to email us and let us know that John is incorrect and that is not how a callback works. Ooh, set up some disputes. Unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. And please tune in next time when Tony is going to take us through A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. That's my favorite one. Yeah, I think it's everybody's favorite one. I've never, never seen it. Oh, well, get ready. I'm not the only one. <laughs> All right, well, I look forward to not watching this with you because <laughs> we should watch it together. <laughs> not that's a good idea either. That well, might be bad. Actually, you can't neither one of you should watch this alone. <laughs> Well, but. if Tony wants to see somebody get scared, he should watch it with me, because something's going to happen. Carly gets scared, too, though. She does. So. I got scared in this movie. <laughs> what? What? No, that when, doesn't make sense. When they killed the kids, when they bombed the hell out, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> All right, well, guys, well, uh, thanks for sticking with us and enjoying uh, The Losers. And we look, we're going to see you next week, where we meet up and we discuss A Nightmare on Elm Street. Where we go from Losers Warriors to Dream Warriors. That's right. Ooh. I like it. I like it. So follow us on uh, Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Send us some emails. And if you feel really froggy, rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah, don't. Best way to get this. So you make sure that you never miss it is to subscribe. And I don't care if you're subscribing on uh, iTunes or SoundCloud or Podcast Addict or is that Stitcher thing working yet? (sighs) How many weeks we gonna let that one go? All right. At least one more. At least one more. We're getting there. Yeah, maybe. It might be working. We're not sure. Someday that will work, and this, too, will be a callback. (laughs) (laughs) It might already be working, and this is just a bit. (laughs) All right. Thanks a lot. We'll see you next time.